0: The Modern Conservative Podcast with John Harvey. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host of The Modern Conservative Podcast. And yes, I am Jonathan Harvey. You can find me on TMCPNation.com. You can look at me on Facebook, um, The Modern Conservative Podcast, um, TikTok under Ruthless Truth, and also under Instagram, The Modern Conservative Podcast as well. it's not quite Friday yet, but I'm so happy when it gets here. I um want to talk about um the debate last night. Mm. It was kind of frustrating for me because, you know, that debate was kind of weird. And the reason why, to me, it was weird, it was because the frontrunner wasn't there. Now, I will say that was actually a good thing, at least from my perspective, because what I truly believe was that we had seen eight or nine men talk mostly about themselves rather than what they can do for the country. Everything was basically a repeat of history of what happened, whether Donald Trump has done it or what Joe Biden has done. But none of these candidates really told you what their game plan is. They all sound like politicians to me. Now, the only person that would have not sounded like a politician was Donald Trump. Because, hell, when he was a politician, he still didn't sound like a politician. And yes, there are times where he sounds like a dumbass. And that's what I like about that man. That's what I like about him. So I was watching an interview, and I'll get back to the debate last night. But I was watching the interview with Tucker Carlson. Well over 100 million people viewed that interview and I bet you a lot of them were Democrat as well because they want to know why they are voting for the last this new president which will be Donald Trump whether he's in the jail or not because I truly believe that he will get arrested I truly believe they will put cuffs on him eventually but you know he'll get out via the Supreme Court or an appeal but that's you know that's their game plan to lock him up but I was listening to Donald Trump talk last night and he hit and he said the phrase bullshit. I said that's my negro. <laughs> I said that's my dude right there because I like that. Yes, he's on Tucker Carlson. Yes, he knows a lot of mainstream people are going to be watching. Yes, he knows a lot of democrats are going to be watching. Yes, he knows a lot of people don't like him because of the way he articulate things and sometimes he's somewhat thuggish as they say, we like that. We'd like that about him. We know he's not bought because you know how I know he's not bought because the Democrats are trying to do everything they can to destroy him. And let me tell you the reason why my thoughts are simply this. The reason why they don't want him to be successful Because that means we become successful. See, when we become successful, we don't need the federal government. The federal government needs us. But the problem is we've gotten away from letting the federal government know that we are the boss. Yes, you can lock us up for violating the laws. Yes, you can try to shut us up for saying things that you may not like. But the minute we back down and let them do what the hell they want to us, we've already lost the game. Freedom is just another word of the dictionary. When you stop fighting for your freedom, it's just another word. And to a lot of words, to a lot of people, freedom is just a word, it has no meaning to them. We're so comfortable with being uncomfortable in this country. We don't even know why we want great leaders. Your common sense has gone out the door. Case in point, today I'm putting gas in my car or I say fuel in my car. It was $4.79 a gallon. That's when you know you're comfortable with having $4.79 gasoline when you're not bitching about it that's when you know you're comfortable with being uncomfortable and your memory is only a year short or I say year long because in 2020 we're paying 225 for a gallon of gasoline. And your mind doesn't revert back to 2020 saying, why in the hell am I paying 475 for a gallon of gas when I know it was a lot less cheap, a lot less than that two years ago, two and a half years ago. Hell, three years ago. If people reflect on the past, they will stand up more so for the future. And see, what Donald Trump does is this, and this is what the Dems don't like. He educates you on how things can really be in this country. Those that have the power don't want you to realize that. Case in point. Case in point, and I want you guys to think about this. Truly think about this. Put everything aside. Forget about the upcoming meal tonight. Just think about this one little thought. If Donald Trump was to show the the world how a country is supposed to be ran, and him being a conservative, conservative, that would end the Democratic Party, it would end the power of the Democratic Party. And you say, why would that end the power of the Democrat Party? Because the president who's, a, who's in power, who's a conservative slash Republican, making this country a great place to live in, even the Democrats will migrate with a lot less resistance when it comes to voting. And the Democrats will become null and void by default because Donald Trump is showing you how it's supposed to be done as a president. The man is running the biggest country in the world. Actually, let me back up. The biggest corporation in the world. Because that's what the United States is. Now, we don't, the country doesn't create anything. What I mean by the country, the federal government, they don't create anything. Everything that derives from the federal government or by the federal government, is not created by the federal government. It's created by you and I, corporations, taxpayers. See, this is where they get their four trillion dollars a year from. It's from taxpayers. They bring in four, give away seven. That's how they freaking work. These people can't run a corporation. They've proven it. Look at our national debt, our deficit. They've proven proven it. But Donald Trump has showed you how to run a corporation, and this is why they have to attack him in the manner that they're attacking him now because they cannot let the truth be out there. This is how you run a country. This is how you make the people happy. This is how you make the people how do I say? want to say this? How to make the people safe in their own country. This is how it's done. They're not coming at him because he has bad language. They're not coming after him because he can't articulate. No, he actually articulate in in a manner that we all can agree with. Now, I'm having coffee today with a guy who actually is a liberal. Now, this is what he tells me. He tells me in Utah he's a liberal. But in most other states, he would be more like a moderate. Bullshit. You take that mentality anywhere you go. You go to California, you just be a bigger liberal. You wouldn't become a moderate. But he tries to tell me this. I said to him, the problem with this country is is the uniparty. He says, no, I think we need two parties. I says, let me explain something to you, sir. I'll leave his name out of this. I said, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, they are not the government. They are a private organization. People do not understand this about these two parties. They are a private organization who check each other so they can stay in power. So that's why they don't want to have a Donald Trump party because half of them will be kicked out of the party. See, this is what gives them their power, the two-party system. Now, I didn't didn't understand this in the beginning when I started getting into politics initially. Oh, now I completely understand it now. They have to have a two-party system. See, the Constitution doesn't give reference to you have to have a Republican party and you have to have a Democrat party. They just so happens to be the parties that are running this country and actually causing chaos together. When you look at the eight men that were on the debate last night, every single one of them are talking about who they are, um, where they're from, how they grew up. You know, when I was a youngster, you know, I used to work for 50 cents an hour, This is the kind of shit that they were talking about. Tell us what you're going to do and tell us how you're going to do it. See, these are politicians. They have a way of answering the question without answering the question. And you got to understand that. They would answer the question without answering the question. And you don't realize they didn't answer the question. Because they gave you some emotional bullshit reply. That's what they gave you, an emotional bullshit reply. And we've got to be better at at, uh, detecting this. These are politicians. Now, one thing about Donald Trump, when he articulates, it's just straightforward. And he may say things that get himself in trouble because he's not trying to hide the answer in the question. That's not what he's trying to do because these guys also respond with a, something make makes you ask another question. Like, you know, if they say, hey, uh, let's take, for example, let's take, for example, my pro- producer and myself were just talking about this, DeSantis. A lot of people like DeSantis. Hey, I like DeSantis actually as well. I really do. But when the question was asked, who would pardon Donald Trump? one hand went up immediately. Ramaswamy, Vivek, his hand went up initially. When it came to um, DeSantis, he had to look down the aisle or the row of men to see what was going on. There's only one person on that stage that I truly believe would possibly pardon him because in order for him to get the MAGA coalition's vote you have to say that and then if you want to get reelected you're going to have to do it because MAGA is big in this country you know the show over 100 million people watched the debate well I actually was not the debate the, the interview with Tucker Carlson that should tell you something that, should, that is a third of the country watching one show. Think about that. A third of the country was watching one show. Now, I haven't seen the numbers on the debate, but I can tell you this. All eyes were on Trump. And not only that, now I want you to think about something a little bit further. A third of the country was watching the president or the former president on Twitter, a.k.a. X. Which is the new brand now for Twitter. So they actually made the effort to watch him. He didn't just pop up on network television and say, oh, let's just watch this. No, they made the effort to watch him. And the people on the other side, the Dems on the other side, and those Republicans on so-called, that are anti-never-Trumpers, they're watching as well. And they're realizing we cannot let him keep doing this. We cannot let him keep having interviews where 100 million people are watching him. I think it was like 115 million. It would, if that's the number, it would literally be a third of the country. That means one out of three persons are watching that interview. You know, but the other eight or nine, whatever the number was, I can't. I don't really call, so I'm not going to pigeon put myself in there in a hole by being right on that. So I may not be right on the number, but I know there was a bunch of idiots on stage and they shouldn't be running. I'll be honest with you. They should not be running. They should be unified as Republicans and say, Hey, look, I get it. Trump is what a third of the country wants. I'm never going to beat him. Stop wasting money of the donors. Quit padding your pocket with the elections and stand behind him. DeSantis is what, 17%? And And he's a popular man in this country. DeSantis is really popular. But the difference between DeSantis and Trump is, one, DeSantis can articulate as a politician. Remember, he used to be a congressman. He's been a politician. And two, he's got the personality of a fighter. We like that. But there's a lot of people in this country believe they've got shortchanged in the last four years. And there's a lot of people in this country believe now they got screwed over when they voted for Joe Biden in 2020. Then you have those people who are thinking, you know what, Trump wasn't so bad compared to what we 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 have right now and we have two comparison. We know what Donald Trump would do if he was president of the United States again. Most people look at it as a continuation of what he had already started. For example, finishing the wall. So like last night on the podcast, not the podcast, but on the debate, they were talking about the wall and immigration. It's amazing to me how these guys try to walk that line of trying to appease everybody with their answers. And now I tell you who I don't like is Chris Christie. Do not like that man at all, at all. He's disrespectful. He does not run away from a camera. And he steps up to a microphone anytime he can. These people actually should tell them, dude, stay away from microphone, because every time you go to the microphone, you sound like an idiot. You sound like a true hater. And that's what we don't want. This is why he'll never be elected, because he's what we don't want. You could try to come across as strong and coarse like a Donald Trump, but the problem is you're talking about Donald Trump to a third of the country who wants him to be the president of the United States again. <laughs> actually, I was, I was wrong. Half of the country wants him to be president of the United States again. And I will tell you this. If the election was held today, Joe Biden would not get 80 million voters. Would not get 80 million voters. That's 25% of the country. He would not get that. Would not get that. Hell, a year from now. Joe Biden won't get 80 million people. Well, unless the, uh, super flu comes up again and it's on his way, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's on his way. Them little things are ramping up real quick. Here comes Mel and voting. Here comes cousin Joe in the basement. It's coming. And its name is Aries. Arius. Arius is the new super flu. They're getting those mass machines war- warmed up. They're getting those vaccines ready to go. And I support you if you want to put that shit in your arm. You do you, boo-boo. You do you. I'll stand up for you killing yourself. That's your right. And it's more fresh air for us. But I tell you, the world is about to go crazy, ladies and gentlemen, in the next year and some change. It's about to go crazy, crazy. You're going to have Democrats even coming after Joe Biden to get him out of office. It's going to happen if he does not die or if he doesn't step down or he gets a deal from the prosecutor saying, hey, listen, Joe. We won't touch you. We won't touch Hunter. If you step down, you just walk away, and we won't touch you. But I tell this to the Republicans that come in power: you better go after him. You do not have a deal with him. You may be the DOJ, but you undo what was done when Joe Biden was in president was the was in office because he never was a president when he was in office. Your director of the DOJ, the the, uh, attorney general, better have some balls. And then you states out there that are doing absolutely nothing. You all know Hunter Biden committed these crimes in your state. What are you going to do about it? The so-called conservative states. The Republican states. What are you going to do about it? Some of us are not stupid. This isn't just a federal crime. It's a state crime as well. It's a state crime as well. Because some of you states, for example, I think it was Arizona where he's filled out the permit for the gun. It's a state crime as well. But nobody wants to do anything on the state level. Everybody wants to keep it in the federal level so they can protect themselves. Or Joe could protect Hunter. And I say this to Donald Trump, if you get back in, buddy, vengeance better be yours. And I'm going to say that. I'm not one of these people to believe, well, we shouldn't be vengeful because it's just so ugly. Well, if they're being truthful and doing what they're doing, that's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. If you're going to be a conservative, then conserve. That's what you need to do. Conserve the Constitution and the way of the people. That is what we want you to do. We want you to do your job and put that dirt bag in prison. And those eight men that were on the stage last night, I don't think they're the right ones. I think they're all talk. I think they're all talk. That's just me talking. It is all talk. That's what politicians do. When they've learned how to answer a question truthfully, then we can have a good conversation with these, a good debate. But when the answer is always circumventing the truth, but it sounds good because it's an emotional reply, you're not getting a great candidate. You're not. You get another bullshitter. That's what you're getting another bullshitter. And we have enough of those. We have enough in the Congress. We have enough in the Senate and we have a big old sack of it in the White House. And that goes for your local state as well. Your state is just a training ground for the federal system. See, they're all in training. I'm sick or tired of them. Let's go, but let's go to our local system. One thing I keep hearing in our system, and it bugs the living hell out of me, and that is simply this: we can't fix the homeless issue. But you could spend billions of dollars doing dumb shit, like building a tram, or taking, in our state, for example, Mountain View Corridor and not building it right the first time. So you'll come back four or five years later, and you'll tear up the whole damn freeway, or highway, I should say, and spend billions of dollars on it when you could have done it right the first time. Because you know why Mountain View Corridor should have been done right the first time? Because a banger Ohio, banger highway should have taught you that. This is at the DOT. This is at the governor's office. They all know this is a racket to make money. This state is so deceptive that people think that we are a state of people that because our budget is balanced, we're not a state of a bunch of corrupt corrupt politicians as well. No, we have our share of corrupt politicians. But in our state, because if you're a Mormon, you're not going to call everybody out on it. Because that's not Christian-like. And this is how these guys get away with this shit. They all pretend to be great Mormons, but they're all worth millions of dollars. If you want to prove you're a great Mormon, if you want to prove you're a great person, end or find a way to end the homeless problem in our state. The LDS Church is a great church in a lot of ways. National Disasters, they're one of the first ones on the scene. But our streets in Salt Lake City are full of homeless people. One day I'm going to shoot a video and I'm going to post it. What the homeless scene looks like here in Utah. You talk about California, you talk about Austin, Texas, how the homeless is really bad. You talk about New York City. Take a look in Utah. Take a damn look in Utah. Politicians, talk, 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 talk. If I was to run I would promise you not another damn building would get built unless it's for the homeless first. Taxpayers may not like it, but it's something that has to be done. And at least you know the money is going to go to a real cause. It's not going to go to Ukraine. It's not going to go to the Bidens. It's not going to go to one of their 12 LLCs. Your tax dollars in this county will go to help out the people the real people of this county. Now, if you're going to deal with the legislation in the state, that may have some problems. But when you're running a county, there's a lot you can do. Cut some of these damn salaries. Salt Lake County, the top 100 employees make a combination of $21 million. $21 million for 100 personnel. The lowest paid one, which is number 100, $176,000. The average wage in this county, 2021, $75,000 for a county employee. And, you know, I don't have a problem with you making that kind of money. I don't have a problem with you making that kind of money. The problem is when you say you don't have money and all the money is going to salaries of your top 100 personnel. But you got, you have people living on the street rampant in Salt Lake city, Murray. You've moved them from pioneer park to Liberty park. This is where I, I get angry and this is at times when I want to run for office just so I can prove to the public, it can be done. It can, and it will be done. If I was to ever run for office, hint, hint, I will, I promise you, I promise you help out the homeless situation in this state. If we had to buy a warehouse, build a warehouse, have vocational programs there, job pro- programs there, um, mental health facilities, all in one. And and it would be a campus, it would be a campus. And we would show the people how it's supposed to be done. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I rant and I raved today and it's my last day of the week podcasting. And uh, I just wanted to get some things off my chest Things about last night, uh, how phony these guys are that are running for office. You know, the Republican Party is not standing together when you got eight guys coming after one man, which is Donald Trump, who we know that the country really wants. You have no chance of beating him and you're going to go possibly go along privately with the DOJ. So I just want to say. We've got to do a better job of vetting our candidates and stop going for the okie doke. That's, you know, they tell you, oh, you know, I'm a straight conservative and I got the people in my mind, blah, 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 blah. Screw all of that. Screw all of that. Stand behind Donald Trump because that's really who the country wants. Whether I want him or not, that's who the country wants. Stand behind that man. Use your power. Use your presence and support that man. Because he really doesn't have to do any of this. So we know he does it for the people. We know this. He's not bought and paid by others well this show comes to an end look me up on tmcpnation.com listen to podcasts share by merchandise whatever you got to do you guys have a great rest of your week my name is jonathan harvey and i'm the host of the modern conservative podcast love you all have a great rest of your week